0: All right, so we are back for another episode of Holden Legal Live and today we are going to be discussing landlord and tenant issues during the time of COVID-19. So, hi again, Matthew.
1: Hi there, Katie. I'm glad we can be talking about this topic. It's a yeah. uh, tough time.
0: Yeah, it's a very important topic to be to be discussing. Yeah. Very. So, why don't we get started?
1: Excellent. Well, you know, um, recently uh, our firm's been contacted by numerous clients discussing issues um, with us related to their landlords. And and the, the main topic is tr- um, asking us, how do we receive rent concessions due to COVID-19? Obviously, they don't have, meaning our tenants don't have cash flow. Um, So we've been in discussions with these landlords by way of written correspondence as well as teleconference. Some of these landlords have requested evidence uh, that our clients have submitted applications for the PPP program. Um, And if you remember um, from our prior episodes, the PPP program is the Paycheck Protection Program. um, So that they know that our clients will at some point be able to repay them. Um, I've written to these landlords and explained to them that unfortunately at this point the Triple P program up until today in fact was out of money Um, So what does that mean just to expand upon that? um, a lot of our clients have not received anything from the Triple P program and as you've read in the press Probably a lot of very large corporations as opposed to small businesses have gotten the money from the Triple P program um, as of now, the Senate, actually as of today, the Senate and the House passed another $484 billion to resupply the Triple P program with additional funds to pay out to both small businesses and hospitals. These additional funds are so that who's, anybody who's put in an application who did, did not receive funds under the original Triple P program can hopefully receive it. And hopefully our tenant clients will be able to pay their rent to these landlords they're asking for concessions from.
0: Yeah, I'm really hoping that this uh, additional $484 billion is able to help a lot more people. Uh, so so with that, tell us more about the types of issues that your clients are facing and how this really affects both sides of things, the landlords and the tenants. Well,
1: I, I appreciate you asking. Great, great question. Um, back to the real issue it's my clients are really seeking assistance um and and again it's it's both tenants and landlords um rent concessions don't necessarily solve the problem um so tenants have contacted me and are asking for help and landlords haven't yet consented to these concessions at least those that we've requested the concessions from on the other hand we have landlords who've come to us as well who are clients and they're asking us how to deal with this problem because they have on the other side tenants who are asking them for these concessions and we're advising them as well. Um, and, and the same, these are the same sorts of issues that we're seeing on the tenant side. Um, and there are funds that are available to these tenants and hopefully the tenants are taking advantage, um, or will take advantage uh, when they receive funds from the triple P, p- program um, that the that the federal government and the SBA are going to provide, um, it's possible that some of these tenants are going to be able to continue working during this time. It's not clear i mean it, it's not that all of all of these tenants are necessarily out of work. Some of them can potentially work from home, uh, some of them have cash flow. A lot of them don't. Um, but in the for for the moment, um we're talking to our landlords and we're talking to the to the tenants about potentially granting forbearance agreements um, and not necessarily full deferments but partial deferments. Um, and what we mean by that is that um Our landlords will come back and say to the tenant look we will um, ask you to provide us with proof just as some of these landlords have have asked us to provide them with proof on behalf of our tenant clients that you've applied to the Triple P program um, and that hopefully you will receive some funds from the SBA Um, and we will ask you to enter into a forbearance agreement with us as your landlord um, and that you we will, as your landlord, defer let's say ten thousand dollars of your rent um if the rent is ten thousand for the full month, you'll pay five thousand this month, and the other five thousand will be paid um at the end of the lease once the pandemic is over, we'll chop it up into three installments over the last three months of that term um but you know that's just one example. It's it's not, um, and it isn't uh, an exact example. It's it's just a basic example of how something like this would work.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, what are some ways that to kind of work
1: around this? There are ways to work around it. Conversations um, to be had for the issue. It's you know tenants don't have the cash flow at the moment to pay their landlords. It's it's very that's the simplest way to put it. Landlords are saying, well, if you don't have the cash flow to pay us, then how are we as landlords supposed to turn around and pay our cars? Um, it's, it's a very simple domino effect. Um, if you think about it, um, tenants obviously provide goods and services to their customers. If tenants are out of work, uh, they don't have cash flow then to turn around and pay their rent. Lenders, uh, excuse me, landlords, Um, obviously have bills to pay as well. The landlords are saying, well, I have a mortgage on the building where you're currently renting from me. I have um, uh, vendors such as trash collectors, maintenance crews, landscapers, utility bills that have to be paid. Um, We have to work something out. So the tenant is turning to to the landlord. The landlord is turning to their creditors. Everybody is trying to work together in unison, and then probably um, they're all turning to the government and saying, "We need a little help here. How do we figure this out?" And it's not just the the vendors; it's also tax payments because the landlord also has major tax payments to make to the government, and they need some forgiveness as well for a little while. So everybody has somebody that has to get paid. They have to reach into their pocket and make payments, and if there isn't cash flow, then there's a problem. So there's a significant amount of conversation going on about who will provide um, for the payments and for how long and at what point, and how will that burden end, and what are the terms of of this forbearance. How do we put the forbearance uh, into a written agreement so that once the pandemic ends, we know exactly how the new payment terms are going to work? If tenants and landlords have stopped paying, all creditors need to do um, uh, is, is keep records showing exactly when payments have stopped so that if a forbearance agreement has not been drafted, once you get to the point as a creditor of drafting a forbearance agreement, the records can be reviewed and proper terms can be drafted so that everything is stated clearly. Uh, the tenants may not be in business once this is over. This is, this is a delicate point, which probably needs to be addressed during the discussions about a forbearance agreement. Um, that's another significant risk. And I, I, I don't know that this conversation is going on, especially with small businesses. Um, these tenants may go bankrupt. We're starting to see it throughout the retail industry right now with Neiman Marcus, Macy's, J.C. Um, Macy's is is looking to do a uh, bond offering right now so that they can raise capital. Um, mall operators are obviously getting concerned. It's it's got to be concerning for office landlords as well because retail operators who operate small mom and pop strip centers know, you know, don't know whether or not some of these small establishments that did not receive the Triple P program will be coming back and. Office tenants have also applied for the Triple P program, and it's not clear whether they've received any any proceeds. The question is whether these establishments are going to be in business 60, 90, 120 days from when they're granted forbearance. So these are the problems we're working through. These are the conversations that we're having um, during these challenging times, and we're consulting past and current clients, and we're happy to consult with potential new clients, um, on these challenges and, and more as they come, come along.
0: Great. Well, thanks so much for that, Matt, that I'm sure this will help a lot of people. And we're really hoping that all of this, you know, ends soon and that everyone stays uh, healthy and safe.
1: So do we. Thanks for the time. Thanks so much.